everyone, and welcome to the Levant X podcast. Joining us today is a wonderful guest. He is the CEO of Lebanon Waste Management. His name is Pierre Baalini. Pierre also started uh, his new um, entrance into activism when everything kicked off in 2019, October 17. I'm sure he was very active before then, but it sort of became the driving force when the revolution kicked off. So I've brought Pierre on the show today to tell us a little bit about what inspired him to hit the streets that day. Why did he take it upon himself to take on the waste challenge that the country is facing? And what type of challenges is he facing as he's trying to get this off the ground? And obviously what's coming in the future. So Pierre, thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Sophie, and hello, everyone. Pierre, let's start by telling everybody, you know, why did you go to the streets on October 17, 2019, when Lebanon was facing the first kickoff of its revolution? Okay. <clears throat> I've been on the streets uh, from like uh, four years uh, from now. And, uh, you know, uh, we're living in a country that... Uh, we was raised to dream, to think that we can achieve whatever we want. But uh, unfortunately, we was growing and uh, we suddenly noticed that uh, we have a very, very, very corrupted uh, government and politicians. And they are not letting us to improve ourselves or uh, to do whatever we want to do in our country and to live the way we want to live in our country. That's why, uh, uh, and after all the crisis, we started uh, to 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 go more often on the streets before 17 October because the situation was really bad. Uh, the financial situation in the country and the economical situation was really bad. Uh, it's not because of the saura or the revolution. It's because of the politician and the politics that they have been. Uh, applying in the country for the over uh, for the past uh, 30 years. Pierre, I wanted to ask you, you know, we, we keep hearing about how the politicians have um, really ran this country into the ground over the last 30 years and how they're warlords that came out from the civil war that, you know, and um, they've sort of split the population into sects and uh, used fear to, and con to, to control them. Now, the question is, is you were saying to me, you know, we were doing so well and then suddenly... Um, things weren't working. However, what was this facade of living so well? Uh, what what type of uh, illusion was the Lebanese? Yes, yes, it under? was an illusion for all of us. They, they, they was uh, getting the debts uh, on our names, on the Lebanese population name, and uh, so far we, we are uh, the, the third most of the uh, you know the country and the world that uh, that has that on it. You know, uh, so uh, they were uh, funding us. They, they 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 made the lira on one thousand one dollar for one thousand five hundred lira. We thought uh, that it will be like this uh, always, but uh, we, we we are not experts. We are not economists. We 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 were young. We were kids. Uh, we wanted to live, but. Uh, this illusion uh, started to show up more and more uh, often. Uh, you know, uh, people uh, in Lebanon finished the war and they was uh, they were very scared. Uh, they, they didn't want any more wars. Uh, 
they wanted to stop and they wanted to live because Lebanon since ever uh, all the people around the world knows you want to have parties you want to enjoy you want to uh, have a good environment uh, go and see na- nature places you can visit Lebanon but uh, this world lords uh, they took over the country they made uh, like a small country inside of this country which is really bad uh, to do this in the name of uh, building a country they did not build a country they they built their empires absolutely they did that but uh, they didn't think about all of lebanon and all of us we wanted the change and whenever someone wants to change at least we should start the change by us you know if you want the change i want know, to i want to ask you, you, you one question yeah i i think it's really interesting when you say you know we, we need to be the change I, i'm hearing this a lot when i'm talking to people in lebanon and uh, especially activists or uh, journalists um, that, that are saying that people that they're talking to on the street, you know, they're all saying this. Now, if everybody is saying and, and has the same rhetoric and is saying, we, we, in order to change the country, we need to change, we need to re-educate, we need to, okay, well, this we need to, and this discussion that's taking place is, is uh, we all know this. Why, why is anyone doing anything about it? Why aren't they changing? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just going to pick up on one little thing. I know you're going to um, touch on this. But my question to you is, I'm, I'm currently in the mountains, which is supposed to be the, one of the most beautiful places in the country. Um, it's, it's snowing. Um, the, unfortunately, the ski slopes aren't open because the country's in lockdown, but people are able to go out and hike and, and uh, get some exercise. But it's, it's stunning. It's absolutely beautiful. And you think to yourself, you know what? The sun's shining today. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go for a walk. Okay, we're walking up the street. Suddenly, flying down the streets are plastic bottles, plastic bags, styrofoam cartons, uh, 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 anything you can imagine is, is coming down the street. And you're like, why, why, why are my streets filled with litter? You keep walking, you finally take a corner and you see that the trash bins are overloaded. They're overflowing. Everything is in the snow. And supposedly this is the, the, this, uh, uh, a resource of the country to be able to have drinking water and, and be, be able to supply itself in the drier months. So my question is, where is the, we need to change? Okay, well, why haven't we changed? Why are we still walking down the street? And I've seen people just walk past the trash bins like it's normal, but we're still sitting oh, at the table and saying, we need to change. If the government uh, told you you should throw everything in this garbage and they don't come and pick it up, okay, uh, it's not your problem. Uh, what can you do about it? So over and over, uh, people uh, that want the change, okay, let's uh, talk about the waste sector. They started up small companies like Lebanon Waste Management and uh, most of them, they are uh, startups, okay, uh, or NGOs, not a company. We are a company, a registered company because I wanted to be th- this project as a business model for Lebanon to to have it uh, as a, on the small uh, uh, side of Lebanon, small, uh, in the small city of Lebanon, and take it over and apply it in all of the country. What you are talking about is really disgusting. Yes, uh, to be honest, uh, our streets are full in, uh, 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 in uh, the waste. And uh, we, we had the reputation of the river of waste, uh, and uh, the, everybody talked about it, and we, we don't need to talk about it anymore. We are trying to do the change and take action. Uh, what is the action? 
when we say we want to change ourselves, uh, okay, if it it will come to me as a PR, I'm uh, educated and uh, I have the degree in advertising and marketing, and I'm uh, uh, this is my third year in law. Uh, I'm studying law uh, as well, but uh, I'm a green person and I love uh, the environment, the nature. I come from Zibdin. Zibdin, it's a lovely village in Lebanon. I said if it will be my my responsibility to work in waste to fix this problem okay why not i will do that for my country i will do that for myself uh, as well and for all those people around me i started the, the company alone and now we are more than uh, 14 persons in this company we are serving more than 50,000 uh citizens in matan area and we are uh, uh, recycling uh, most of the solid waste, uh, like plastic, nylon, uh, cardboard, uh, all the stuff that you are talking about. Uh, there is few companies that they are treating uh, organic <clears throat> organic waste uh, and uh, turning them to compost, but uh, we're not as a, as specialized in this field. Uh, so we are the only country in the world that we pay as a government to solve, to, to, to dump and the landfills, the waste. It's not a solution. Uh, they started the, the plan of the waste sector uh, in a very wrong way, okay? In every country in the world, every municipality say, I have like, like you, where you are now, in Fardibien, Farayo, you, the, the municipality say, I have like a 10 ton per day of waste that our people, they are throwing in the garbage. What should uh, so the so the problem the problem we can sit and blame the government or blame the municipalities for not picking it up or not dealing with it. But if the municipalities are saying that they have tons and tons of waste to deal with on a daily basis, not necessarily a weekly basis, a daily basis. So who's the problem here? Yes, let me tell you something. The municipality can't do nothing about this, okay? Because it's uh, the government who take decision on such big sectors, okay? The municipality. Uh, if she will run this sector alone, if she falls, nobody will help her, okay? And the budget of the municipality uh, cannot help her to do such uh, company or uh, waste facility uh, to to sort all kinds of waste and composting. Uh, they give her a, a little bit of money uh, and budget for the municipality, and the politicians take all of the money. They pay... 200 million dollars on the waste sector in Lebanon. You know, we should not pay every person who's working in, in companies like us. We should pay for the government. We should say, I will treat your 100 ton per month of waste and I will give you per ton like 10 dollars per month. You know, every country in the world do that except Lebanon. The government say to the municipality, you should pay, and to the citizens, you know, you should pay to throw your waste in the landfills. It's, uh, you it's you don't even just have a problem with landfills in this country. We we have problems with incinerators. We have serious problems all over the place. Yeah. And 
and it's it's okay we have we have incinerators we have landfills we have garbage piling up on the streets we have bacteria we have virus we have covid i mean it's it's getting absolutely ridiculous and uh, the scariest thing is that we, we, we are hoping for change and we are wishing for change and uh, organization like yours and Recycle Beirut and Alconcial, I, I, I know there are people out there. We know there are people trying to do their jobs. However, obviously, this, this challenge is, is really hard to overcome given the oh. fact that we're still in a serious weight, uh, waste crisis no matter how many NGOs are springing up all over the place and activists. I mean... You said to me now you're studying you law. You're in your third year. Yeah, you're in your third year of law. So obviously you're looking at maybe taking this tactic through the justice system. And can this be tackled through the justice system? Can can really you demand that things change? I know you're telling me you need the help of the government, but obviously we all know how hard it is to even shift the government at any point into moving in any form of direction that might be positive for the country. So let's put them to aside right now and understand how can we utilize the NGOs that have uh, come up and get them together, put them on the table and get the justice system, which is supposed to be independent, to be able to start making a difference. The justice system is the base of every country. Okay, If you don't have a, not a, a, a decent justice system okay, and not corrupted uh, justice system, you can do everything. Unfortunately, we have a lot of uh, corrupted uh, people inside of this ju uh, justice system, but uh, we can still do the change when we act. When when people see uh, companies like Lebanon Waste Management and they want the change, they call Lebanon Waste Management. Yes, we want to participate in your program. We want to send the recyclables for you. We don't want to live in our waste. We we want to fix this problem together. We should go and and participate. And the change, it's 100% better than keep waiting the same political parties in Lebanon uh, taking over the rules, regulations, and decisions of this country. They, they, they have been uh, number one losers in running a country in all of the sectors. You know, like you said, uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a complete breakdown all in, in every industry. You can't even say that one industry is surviving, which is usually the tourist, the tourist industry in the country. So there, there's really nothing to hang on to in that sense. But like, I, I can't keep getting it out of my head. Uh, we've moved on, but it's still there. And, and the fact that you're telling me that the municipality tells you that they have tons and tons of waste every day. So the only thing that I see being the problem is the people. And we can sit and blame the government all we want. But if the people don't bother to even engage with the programs like yours um, or, or, I mean, why? why I've, I've, I've seen it time and time again where they're just flinging things out of their window and then literally driving up the yeah. road and saying, look, look at the garbage. Uh, how can you ha have the audacity to say things like that and then tell me to blame the government and we have to bring the government down and trying to fuel a revolution. But you are literally the main problem. The people are the main problem. If they stopped putting tons and tons of waste out there because they recycled and washed the- They have no other choice. Let us be realistic. They don't have any other choice, the, the citizens, except uh, knowing about Lebanon waste management. Okay, 
trust in Lebanon waste management. They should trust us for working with us or uh, sending the, the waste for us. Thank God, now people, when you say Lebanon waste management, they know that they are sending recyclables on the right uh, to the right place, to the right facility, and they are treating it in the best environmental solution. Okay, but when 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 you are born in in France, okay, the, the government has the culture for the citizens in schools, in universities, in every single place how to treat the waste. No, uh, let's say you are a kid in, inside the house, you, you still didn't uh, uh, go to, to school yet or uh, any place yet. Your father or your mother inside the house, when you want to throw something in the garbage, they will tell you, no, don't mix the plastic with the organic. You should separate them. Why? Because we will go to this place and put the bottle back and take money that we already paid it. Okay. If the government doesn't put these rules and regulations, how come the culture will, will be implemented in, in our country? You know, that there is no culture about this topic, especially. I've been in the school, Lebanese schools, uh, and I studied in the Lebanese school. We have never been taught how to treat any single piece of paper, what to do with the paper. There is no, in our education system, anything related to waste. So how come? Our fathers also and mothers and the, the old generation, they don't have the culture. You know, we used to see our father to throw out of the, the, the car, out of the window. When we, we was uh, uh, going in the streets in the car, they would throw outside. People, uh, the kids, they will do like uh, the, 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 his father or his mother, you know. We don't have the culture. When the crisis hit Lebanon in 2015, the waste crisis, everybody knew how... Uh, the, the, the lack of culture and how we should act and we should take responsibility in this thing. So um, now it's totally different situation when you say, when you talk about waste, there is people that they know, there is schools that they call Lebanon Waste Management. Please come to our schools. We have the generation fifth grade, sixth grade, uh, the seventh grade. That we want to uh, teach them how to treat the waste. We want to put for them bins inside the school. So it's an individual work that we are doing. Every person and every, let's say, school director or uh, uh, university director or uh, uh, in, in any building, you know, there is a president of this building or president of this street. They are taking action upon themselves and they are paying the fees. So people uh, can, some people can afford such uh, solutions and participate in such programs and some people cannot and some people they are careless you know mm. i have a very interesting question i think i want to take this with just a little bit on a positive note because uh, i think being in lebanon and and through the the, the copious amount of crises we're facing right now. I mean, let's let's say that we do have a generation of hope and we've seen that uh, with the wins that have been taking place at the universities, you know, we cannot, I, I can't uh, stop talking about it in, in nearly all of my podcasts are these independent secular students that are finally making a stand and a taking and gaining ground at university. Now, is there a way that Lebanon Waste Management and Live Love Recycle and, and companies along these lines, can these people start to engage these students as youth ambassadors to start maybe doing volunteer services where they go down to these 
of villages and start to educate and sit with these people? Is this something that you, your organization could take into yeah, consideration as grass, grassroots? This is the only way we can make this difference. We already do that many times with municipalities, with schools, with universities, no, not universities, but with lots of schools, okay? Let me tell you how we implement our program in, in a school, okay? We tell them we are coming as Lebanon Waste Management this Friday or X Friday to your school, bring with you from your home what is uh, recyclable, okay? We don't tell them anything else. So, you know, the mother in the house will start searching and trying to find the clean bottle and the clean paper and these tasks to send it with the kids to the school, okay? We come to the school and we get a separate bins for each item and we bring with us the items that they are recyclable and that they are not recyclable. We make a small demonstration for the students, sometimes uh, the whole class, sometimes, you know, the the presidents of each, each class, they come and they see the presentation and then they go and teach the students in, in, in each class. We show them how to treat the waste and then they, they engage with us. Okay, now you have this bag with you that you brought it from your house. What is recyclable and what is not recyclable? This is the bin in front of you. You should start putting inside of the bins and they start, the people make mistakes, some laugh on this uh, thing, uh, some people uh, take it uh, seriously, more seriously, but uh, at the end of the session, they will learn something new, at least uh, uh, 10 or 15 things, they will learn it from this presentation, and the school will take a decision to put bins in, the, uh, in each floor, you know, for the kids. There is schools, uh, you know, when there was schools, because now there is COVID, there is no school, uh, they, they ask the students to bring from their homes the waste every day, every week, and we collect them as Lebanon Waste Management. Yes. It's very, I, I think that's very interesting because um, I was just going to ask you, how are the schools reacting? I mean, yes, you're coming in, you're teaching these workshops and the kids are engaging or finding it funny, but I guess making it awkward because they don't necessarily understand what they're learning, but they under, they will understand later what the process is. How, are you finding yeah. that most schools are willing to take on this action and start to implement the bins and this whole culture? I know you're saying there are a few that are saying bring even your recyclables from not home. Most of them. Not most of them, but but the schools that we are working with them, they called us. We didn't even send them an email or anything. They called us and they asked for our services and they asked, what uh, do you have uh, programs? One pickup uh, uh, per week or uh, every day they needed a pickup or one pickup per month. Or, you know, we have lots of solutions and programs. We, we explain for the management of the school how we work and uh, the, the presentation for the students, we can do it and uh, not apply our programs in the school as education for them, as culture for them, because there is a lot of awareness culture in the sector. And this is uh, the basic uh, thing that we should know in our life, not to throw from the window. And in, in USA, there is 400 million, approximately 400 million person living in US, okay? Or, uh, or uh, U.S. citizens, they have 700,000 job vacancy and they work in the waste field, okay? 
we are in Lebanon approximately 4 million Lebanese plus 2 million uh, 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 foreign people. Not all of them refugee, but a mix of, of, of all the foreign people. Okay, 6 million. We can create 10,000 job opportunity in Lebanon in the waste sector. You know today how many job uh, opportunity there is in the, gov the government up for? 1,000. There is 9,000 persons that we, we can add them to the sector and solve this problem and uh, create a circular economy for the employees, for the manufacturers when we give them the raw materials of plastic, glass, or nylon, or any kind of cardboard. We, we are giving them raw materials instead of importing uh, these raw materials from outside of the country and exporting our money, our fresh dollars to outside of Lebanon to buy these raw materials. No, we are keeping the money here in Lebanon and telling them it's a circular economy. This plastic that we are recycling, it, I will give it to you, you will do a table, you will do a chair, you will do in your manufacture. So it's kind of a, a boost for the economy. It's a, it's uh, uh, we're keeping our money inside of Lebanon and sometimes we ship these raw materials outside of Lebanon and we get fresh dollars to Lebanon. It's a whole life cycle, uh, the waste sector. Uh, the whole, uh, every country in the world knows that, Lebanon knows that, but for them, for these corrupt politicians that we have, they prefer to pay from the treasury of the government two million, $200 million for uh, a few uh, contractors and uh, and throw all the waste in the landfills, the, for them, this is the, the perfect solution to uh, perfect corrupted solution. It's a perfect solution, I guess, to line their pockets, you know? I, I think that's the, that's the, the, the key here, um, making sure that uh, the money re-enters them and, and it's a large amount. Yeah. Uh, now, Pierre, I think we've had a wonderful discussion and I think you're doing great work. And uh, I know I fired off some uh, really strong questions, but I think they're questions, you know, they're on our minds and only people like you are going to be able to deliver the solution or give us answers to these questions. So thank you very much. Uh, for being with me today and discussing all of this, mm, I'm going to give so you. Much. I'm going to give you a minute. Uh, I usually do this with most of my guests, especially activists. You have um, the air. You have my listeners' attention. So, is there anything you would like to leave with them today? Yes, absolutely. For all Lebanese people, all Lebanese citizens, the young one, the youth one, don't let anybody stop you from achieving what you want. Especially in Lebanon, we can do it together. We can be the change together. Not even the corrupt people, not even uh, the world lords, not even anybody. I started this company alone, and thank God we're growing, and we will grow more, and every single person of you can do the same. Don't let anybody stop you from achieving what you want in your dream, in your country. Invest your ideas, your energy in your country, not in a foreign country, because Lebanon needs you. Wow, thank you, Pierre. You've just made... Uh... everything single use. You've just made the hair stand up on uh, on my arms. So thank you very much again for being with us today. I think it's very clear uh, what message he's delivered, guys. Please invest in your country. We can do this together and it's time to make the change. So stand up and be the change. Thank you all for listening and you can donate. We are a crowdfunded organization at levantex.com and we hope to hear from you soon. So Pierre, thank you very much again and have a wonderful evening. Mm -hmm.